Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll go to Paul Snowden to kick off proceedings on this Thursday morning. G'day, Paul. Thanks for your time, mate. Hey, Gareth. How are you, mate? I am well. Geez, it's a big day for the stable. You've got terrific chances right across the country. But we'll start off with Caulfield and the Zedative Stakes. You're happy with the Don, Don Corleone? Yeah, very happy with him. Um, it's been a little bit of a target for him first up, so he's well and truly ready to go and off the nice soft draw. Hopefully he gets every chance. Yep, so he gets gate number one, 1,200 metres. Mark Sarr, a big tick there. We go to race eight, which is the feature of the Blue Diamond Stakes. We'll start with Bodyguard. Um, he was really good last start in the Prelude. You get gate six, so he ticks a few boxes as well on Saturday. Yeah, look, he's trained on lovely. Um, impressive horse. He's just got such a laid-back attitude. Um, you know, lays up from a, a favourable draw for him and Look, if he's as strong as what he was the other day, you know, he's going to take some beating. High Octane, he had no luck the other day in that same race. Did you like how the, the like the way he hit the line there? Um, he didn't get much of a chance, but after the line, is it a, is it, do you prefer a horse to be held up like that before a big grand final? Oh, look, it's, they're there to, to run on the day, whether you get the luck or not, that's, that's totally out of our hands, but you're right, he just didn't go to the line. He was, wasn't was fully tested by any means. Um, more or less like another... more. He would have done probably more on the trial than what he did on race day. So it's... um, We didn't get to see the best of him, but look, he's from the draw. If we don't get held up... If we get held up on Saturday, I'm going to be peaked <laughs> off, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he's, he's just got to use himself late, which he, I think he'll be ridden to the cir- similar circumstances of how he won the preview. Um you know, have to be a bit conservative, but look, he'll be in that running line, I'd imagine, and, be, and he'll be he'll look the winner at some stage. Yep. Um, and then Fearless, I know he's got a tough draw to overcome, but I think he's over the odds a little bit if Mickey D can pull off a miracle from that gate. Look, um, he's going very well, this horse, and yeah. um, I think the Melbourne direction's really agreeing with him, what I've seen up here. He went down there last night, he's gone down there in very good order, and he can't take up a utilize a good draw anyway so he's he's a back marker that'll be in that sort of three deep running line working into the race and he'll do his best work late for sure do you think maybe he's the forgotten horse a little bit sometimes the the sydney siders with their form lines uh, i think there's a few of them in, in saturday's blue diamond stakes that are at a big price there on saturday well yeah especially him because He's a horse that gets back and run on. So we're going to need, we're relying on some tempo and utilising that nervous energy early, which big field and big money usually generate. So hopefully we can get that. 
and he can he can swing around Caulfield in good shape. Like I said, he's really impressed just the way he's been working at home, reverse weight, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing what King's Gambit can do on Saturday in the Oakley Plate. You were patient with him in the spring. Has that paid dividends um, this campaign? Has he matured a little bit? Didn't have much choice. He got a temp two days out from the Coolmore, which ruled us out. So, dare say he would have won and won well. Um, knowing the fact that he beat the winner two weeks before, pretty pretty convincingly. So, um, look, he's a lovely horse. He's matured. He's gone to that next level, I feel, and hopefully this is a stepping stone to better things to come for him. I remember your old man having a chat when he defeated Osmosis in Sydney that day, and it was just he was he, he was a little concerned going to Flemington um, with the big crowd that might just stir him up. Do you think that will be a concern come Saturday or you think that he's grown up a little bit? No, no, it, that sort of energy is sort of always around him, but it's what you do, you know, in the lead up and, and how you prepare him. So he's, he goes to the races. He's probably been four times already this, this time before he's even stepped out, you know, putting him um, out of his comfort zone to a degree. Um, you know, he's had two trials. He's gone away from home to trial both times. Um, he's been kept up the mark with some nice solid work from that second trial and he's in a good spot. He's in a very good spot as far as his head case, uh, his head space is. He's, he's, he's very well. What do you make of gate one? Um, I'll let you know after Saturday. But <laughs> yeah. me, they said there's plenty, plenty, plenty of give in the ground so hopefully it's, the inside's not off. Mm. Geez, you got to love Revolutionary Miss. She just turns up each and every start, mate. And, you're, and she's on the quick backup here on Saturday after that um, really impressive victory at Flemington last Saturday. Yeah, look, she um, she had that residual coming through. We, you know what? She only had about 10 days off from when you seen her down there last and then got yep. ready for Magics. Um, and then she had a, a, about a week in the paddock again before what, how you seen her last week. So she's done a pretty good job. But she's that sort of filly. She loves the stable life. She keeps herself ticking over at home and wasn't surprised to see her win the way she did. Um, you know, she, she's just a, been a lovely filly for the, for the owners and they've had a really good, uh, really good fun run with her. Geez, I'm excited to see Embassy in the Silver Slipper in Sydney. Yeah, we're probably led by default the other day. I really yeah. think we get chance to stalk to good speed. Um, probably quicker speed than how we led the other day. Um, on reflection, the inside was not the place to be. You know, pretty much everything was sort of three, four, five off even on the day, and he was hard rail, and he's got nutted on the line. So I think it adds a little bit more merit to his run. He's trained on well. His work on Tuesday was great. And like I say, off that real soft draw gives him a chance to stalk speed instead of sort of him taking it up. How would you compare him to, say, a, a high octane and a, and a bodyguard? Oh, look, he's not that level yet. Um, yeah. I think, I think as a three-year-old, he could he could measure up to the better races. Um, he's a lovely horse that's still developing, and no doubt, after what happens on the weekend, will certainly pave his way. Just how deep we do go this time in, but I think he's one that can sort of progress over seven furlongs in time and be very uh, competitive at a good level. Is there any push, or was Macca booked along? long way out with Embassy because Celerity, I thought, was impressive for Godolphin the other day as well, and he's he's sticking with your your two-year-old here. Yeah, there was a bit of a jumble around with, with jockeys. Obviously, Tommy rode him first up. Tommy wanted to yeah. wait to see a horse trialling. I didn't, and got James. So, 
pretty much that's how it worked. There you go. Got to be decisive sometimes, Tommy, don't you? Anyway, um, He-Man goes around, of course, in the Hobartville. Um, we know his class. Can can he win a race like this? First he can, up? He can run well fresh. He's, he's yeah. a very laid-back customer, which he trolled okay, but for him, he trolled well for our way of thinking. Um, but what we've seen since that trial, he's really gone up a level at home and he's working, he's working quite solid. So I think um, he's a get-back run on type of horse, fresh over 14, sets up well. Just a matter of how far how far they go sort of early in that midsection to see how close he gets to those those winners. But it's not beyond him. This could be a big day for your camp, mate. What would be your best on a Saturday, Paul? Oh, I just want to see like all, all those boys down there, Kings Gambit, the three and two-year-old run well. You know, if they can live up to how they've been working at home, get the luck on the day, they're gonna they're gonna you know go awfully close. Love your insights. Um, we appreciate your time on a on a busy Thursday morning. The best of luck on Saturday. Thanks, mate. See you. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Thursday morning on the Saudi Arabia as we get set for the world's richest race, the Saudi Cup. And I reckon this horse, Mr. Brightside, he can do it all. Um, he would have given him something to think about on the dirt. Why not over the 1,800 metres for $20 million? But instead, he's going to be awfully hard to beat in the futurity. G'day, J.D. Hayes. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, you might need to make the trip to to Saudi this time next year with Mr. Brightside because he just wins everything in Australia these days. It'd be Why awfully not try him on the dirt. The money. Oh, be, <laughs> I think he, uh, everything we throw him at, he seems to be pretty good at. So with the prize money on offer, it wouldn't be out of the cards anyway. How much improvement in him from his first up effort there the other day in the All Stakes as he heads to the Futurity, same track and, track and distance there at Caulfield? Uh, the natural improvement from first to second up has been there. You could see that he's tightened up physically. Um, it was a very hard run first up. He really had to go through the pain barrier to run those horses down. Um, but he's really freshened up nicely this week and been very happy with him to put, he, put, he, put him forward uh, this Saturday in the Futurity. Is that a little concern? Because you did tell us before his first up run that he wasn't as wound up as he was, say, first up in the spring. It was because a little, of that tough run? It always could be, Gareth, but the way that he's really bounced back and he hasn't missed anything on the feed bin and he's um, he's really, really done well in the day paddock. Like he, we would sort of think a little bit concerned out of the run and then he started rearing and bucking his brands off in the day paddock <laughs> and he, he was telling us that he's feeling okay. So, um, no, I, I think it's all systems go for the weekend. No, that is sensational news and he scared everyone off, it looks like, anyway, in this small field now. Yeah, yeah, it certainly looks that way, but um, very respectful of the opposition as well. Um, never take it for granted. He is very short in the market, and I just hope the market's correct. What about um, Loft? Uh, what did you make of his first up run? I thought it was quite good. Um, he's never run over shorter than 2,000, so um, by the time he crossed the line, he was probably a little bit confused as to why everyone was pulling up because he was just getting going, and it was just very much a prep run, and this weekend's very much uh, the same. Uh, before we look to head to Sydney on a Tancred Sydney Cup pass. Yep. So whatever he does on Saturday, he'll be improving big time. He just wanted to. You want to see him hit the line? If he does, should we have something on him in the Sydney Cup? 
I think so. Um, I think he's really tracking beautifully for Sydney Cup. He's such a beautiful, clean-winded horse. He'll just He's got lovely natural gait speed and a high cruising speed, but then he just gets taken off the bridle over these shorter trips. So hopefully over the 1800, that's not as exaggerated as it was over the mile, um, but I'm, I'm assuming it will still be there, and as long as he's coming back at him on the line, we'll be happy. It's one of the best blue diamonds I've seen for quite some time, but his testament over the odds, like he smashed the clock at Flemington. I thought he was excellent in Sydney too the other day. And he's improved out of that run too. So, um, like you said, it's a very, very strong blue diamond. Um, but if you're a sucker for a first four, I would be tempted to throw him in because he's got a lovely barrier to get a nice run. And uh, the horse is very well. So, weird things have happened. Yes, and um, well, we definitely have to put him in, in the quaddy. And I know you've been showing up the old man since he's moved to Hong Kong, but did he give you a, a call this week and say, hey, boys, I, I used to own this race, the Blue Diamond? He, uh, you don't really have to poke him too much to let him <laughs> fit out some of what he's been able to do in the history. But it has been a very good race to the family yes. over the last 10, 15 years, and um, it certainly was very good to us last year, but um, not as confident with Zesty Man as we were with Little Bros last year. In the mannerism stakes, Barbie's Fox, is she ready to fire? She's most likely going to have another week and uh, okay. be looking at a race in Sydney. All right, then. So we'll just wait for Barbie's Fox. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you'll have no runners in Sydney because Barbie's Fox won't go there. And Loft, of course, isn't going to the Paramount Cup because he's going to the Peter Young. Brightside is your best, no doubt. Um should we have an each-way bet on, on Sesterman, or have you got a special for us over the next couple of days, JD? I'd, I'd recommend a small each-way bet on Sesterman. Probably, you know, the one by three. I don't want to get too technical, yep. Gareth, but, you know, when you have no. a little bit on the win and more on the place. Yep, keep it simple. I like it, JD. I'm with you. I think you can run a big race there with Declan, uh, Declan Bates aboard. Good on you, mate. And they tell me Mark Sarr has kept the ride on Bob still. Is that right? That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> uh, very happy for him to be piloting it. So, yeah, no, I, um, I'm not sure what went on. Uh, I don't have social media, Gareth, so no. it's all, all cool, but, calm, collected here at Lindsay Park. It was, a, it was a little bit of fun, JD. But you know when you were playing football, all right, and they said, JD, and they the, the coach looked you in the eye and gave you one hell of a cook, all right, said, mate, you got a man up or whatever you weren't doing right. Then you went and kicked three or four goals. Mark Sarah will give her a peach of a ride. I reckon, and he'll win and he'll salute and he'll go, Johnny, you give me double the sling. I think they're going down the straight at Flemington. Yeah, down the (laughs) straight, and I hope he stands up in the eyes and salutes. And Johnny, then he can get Johnny to pay the fine. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if he was spending his money at the casino the other day at Las Vegas, but um, that's that's another story, I think. he wins. That's that's what gets that out of the way first. Good on you, JD. Thanks, mate. Thank you for having me. Jason Warren joins us now because I was watching Benedetta at track work at Caulfield on Tuesday morning, and I couldn't... I kept on missing Jason, but boy, she, oh, I'm no expert, I'm no trainer, but she looked like she worked the house down. Hello to you, Jace. Thanks for your time. Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, mate. When I make a horse trainer, was I right? I thought she was impressive in that gallop at Caulfield. She, she was very impressive uh, yes. Tuesday morning, and um, yeah, the, uh, the sectionals that she ran uh, sort of backed that up. Uh, we didn't we didn't empty her out by any means. She... Uh, she did recover very quick uh, post gallop, and um, that just gave me the confidence to know that we're we're right on track. 
even our, our digital guru man, Huey Fitzpatrick, who was with me, JC, goes, I don't know why everybody's talking about Coleman for on Saturday. Benedetta will be winning the Oakley play um, with that piece <laughs> of work. And Stackhouse was there. So you get gate five. It does set up beautifully for her in an Oakley plate. It does. Uh, she, she'll get her chance and um, looks like a really a fast run Oakley plate as well. Like mm. A lot of speed in the race, as, as, as always, but uh, this year particularly. And uh, we, we don't have to be part of that. We can sort of trail the speed and, um, and ride where we're comfortable. And uh, she's got a big finish, as we know, and, and, and a great first up record. So... We're going there to uh, Saturday, you know, confident that we'll run very well and, and with luck in running, we'll be in the finish. They're funny old races, these handicap races, and I love them. And you need a little bit of luck. And I think your biggest danger is probably King's Gambit. Um, he gets in with, what, 50 kilos. But gate one, I've just got a feeling it could just turn into a nightmare for Jamie Cars. So um, how do you read that race with a, with a, taking on a few of your main dangers? Oh, look, I would have thought King's Gambit's probably going to have to roll forward. Otherwise, he's going to yep. end up in end up in um, Monash traffic. So we're, <laughs> he'll have to roll forward. And and the, along with about half a dozen, dozen others that'll come across, um, you know, uh, Henry Dwyer's mare will probably have to roll. She always rolls forward anyway, but she'll have to sort of burn a little bit of petrol coming from out wide. So I think... Um, you know, a race shapes beautifully for, for her in, in barrier five. We can sort of uh, waste no petrol early and, um, and, and be the, you know, having, a, a, having that last run at them. So, so how confident are you, mate, with her to, to win this Group 1 first up after what you saw on Tuesday morning and the way that this field's assembled? Because when you have a look at the... the there's no genuine Group 1 horses in it yet. Um, that's why you've got... Horses like Kalos and Asfura leading the leading the weights here under the handicap conditions. Oh, look! I, anyone that's confident of winning a Group One is a bit ambitious, but uh, I think I'm confident our mare will run very well, and um, you know we, we'll get our chance. Uh, whether it's this Saturday or, or another Group One, I think she's up to that level, and um, I think that's what you're getting at. I think um, that. Yeah. It's a, it's an open Oakley, Oakley plate this year. It's probably not a, um, a, it's not. There's no standouts as you might say. I think it's oh, the horse that'll win the race will probably be the, the most progressive horse. So um, yeah, it's an open yeah. year. That's for sure. So when you have a look at the field, like um, you definitely give her a tick that she'd probably hopefully win a Group One by the end of her career. Definitely King's Gambit. We know his quality and he's done it before. So. Um, yeah, it does look a nice race for her, but as you pointed out, you need a little bit of luck in the handicap race, especially over the 1,100 metres at the Heath. What about Flyer in the Blue Diamonds? At a big price. Um, you get into the field. What's your thoughts about her chances in a Blue Diamond Stakes? Oh, look, it's, it is a stellar year for Blue Diamond. Uh, mm. It's a really strong strong year, uh, strong renewal for the, of the race, and... Uh, Oh, look, she couldn't have done more at her first start than what she did. Uh, she was held up to the, the length of the straight. There wasn't a run where she, where she ended up having to go and even copped a hit over the nose with the, uh, with the whip from a, a, a competing rider. So, um, look, I, I feel that she's, she snuck into the field, yes, but um, 
she's a she's a progressive filly that um, she'll go there and run very well. Um, to think that um, you know she's going to knock off any of the short short price favourites is is a bit ambitious, but she's a filly that'll go on to uh, the sires in two weeks' time, Flemington fourteen hundred, um, and and probably the very short in in the market there so um look she's a, going the right way only at a second start is a big ask in a in a in a really good blue diamond field but um she she won't be um there uh filling filling um just filling the holes that's for sure she'll be there uh, running well the stable is flying at the moment mate so what would be your best over the next couple of days oh look we've got a We've got uh, quite a few runners this coming weekend, and um, I'd put Benedetta as our best for the weekend. Uh, look, we're, 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 all the horses are in their right races, uh, especially her. So um, couldn't be um, couldn't be more confident in in her running well. There's a few text messages coming through. Are you coming for the Quokka? Have you had the phone ringing about that that slot race in the West, or what do you do with her after the Oakley Plate? Look, if she if she runs top three in an Oakley Plate, she'll head to the new market. Uh, yep. From there, we we will, um, you know, uh, we can plan the rest of her path. So I'd say she'll eventually uh, go across to um, South Australia for the Sangster. Uh, okay. But there's there's a bit of time between drinks, and and we don't have to uh, make a decision post, uh, you know, this this coming weekend. Um, the races identify themselves for these better better horses and um yeah so that's probably her short term term goals at the moment good on you mate we wish you the best of luck with her especially on saturday thanks thanks gareth all the best mate there's Jason Warren talking about informed stables he must be just cashed up at the moment clinton mcdonald hello to you clinton good morning Good morning, great man. What's going on? Oh, not much, mate. So you, 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 you're stable. You, you're rarely missing these days, and um, hopefully you're backing them. Are you following in your – is your putting as good as your training these days? Oh, I don't know about that part, but uh, <laughs> we've got her in great shape, and uh, I think she's uh, she's going terrific. So anyway, uh, we're in it. Uh, she's got great form. She's had the perfect preparation, hasn't had a thing go wrong, and uh, that's all you can ask, isn't it? So she's at twenty dollars with bet three six five for most of the markets. Do you think that she's been disrespected in the market? What price would you have her in a blue diamond? Uh, I would probably have her around probably a ten to one chance. I think she is uh, form. I think she's got out made her own luck uh, in both starts, and, and I think that's going to hold her in good stead. She's going to be tough. She's resilient. Uh, a lot of these horses are inexperienced, where she's got the experience on her side. She's in winning form, and once those really do get. Most of the time, I stay there. So, um, no, we're we're happy with her, and all we can do is worry about our horse. And uh, she should get a good running transit, and she'll be there to present. So, how do you play it this week? Obviously, a bigger field. There's going to be a little bit more tempo in it. You would imagine you got a horse like Gay's horse and Adrian's and Lady of Camelot. Can can she go forward and then take a sit just off them if they are going too quick up front? Well, I think uh, looking at the race and, and speaking to Mark, um, you know, it's a bit of a tricky race, to be honest. Um, you know, you've got, um, what's it, guys? Will Clarkins in uh, two, uh, Camelot in four, then you've got sort of Coleman, then you've got um, uh, Bodyguard, then you've got High Octane, and then you've got Stokes' horse out wide. So it looks like there could be really good pressure in the race, which would be ideal for us. Um, and 
uh, yeah, hopefully we can just get that nice trail and, and you know, hopefully on Saturday we can get a suck into the race instead of having to get out and, and get going and make our own luck. Uh, I think if she can get on the something's tail and let them drag her into the race, you know, I've seen what she can do at home and I think she can do it on race day, you know, so I think she's got a really electric setup. Hopefully that shows on Saturday. What time is your track walker walking the track? Um, how do you think Corfu will play? Uh, not sure. He'll probably walk it tomorrow, so obviously yeah. uh, we'll get that information. But uh, you know they're going to have to do put a lot of water on it with the weather that we've got coming. Um, nice. So yeah, I think if we can have a track like we did uh, last Caulfield meeting, I think that'd be fantastic. You know because I think they could win from all over the track uh, in the yeah. in just in our race in the prelude. You had one on the fence and you had one out wide, and there was a head between them. So, you know, I think if you can have a track like that, as long as it's not leader bias, that's the main thing, because you want every horse to have an opportunity to be able to hit the line. Um, you like anything out of your stable over the next couple of days? No, we're a bit quiet at the moment, so uh, we haven't got a lot running. We've got a horse racing tonight, but couldn't be chipping him, but, uh, yeah, let's hope they can go well. All right, hey, Sue, it'd be great to see you win another big group one. At um, Thanks, mate. your former home at Caulfield. Good on you, Clinton. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Bye, mate. Kiro Yanagi's done nothing wrong. She was fighting defeat behind Hayasugi at Caulfield in the prelude the other day, and she's a big chance, I reckon, on Saturday. And her co trainer joins us now on uh, Giddy Up on this Thursday morning, Nikki O'Shea. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How is your filly? Yeah, great. Um, look, we're delighted with her. Uh, she hasn't left uh, an oath from when she went to Melbourne or when she came back two weeks ago. So um, she hasn't missed a beat since, so we're delighted with her. Brenton of Dalla, he makes the trip to, uh, from Hong Kong to, to ride her. and he, um, I guess you'll need a little bit of luck from gate number two, but she's going to be um, hopefully in the right spot as they swing for home. Yeah, well, that's it. She's drawn to get a soft run. Um, obviously, she'll probably need a bit of luck to get out at the right time, but um, yeah, he's obviously good jockey in good form, so we leave that up to him. Did she surprise you how well she went in Melbourne last start, or were you expecting that from her? Oh, uh, yes, I know. Like we we knew she had it in her, but um, we were obviously wary that she was green. You know, like it was almost like our first start the other day because yeah. that that day in Gawler was almost like a trial. It was so hot they never went around the parade ring or anything, and you know they only just cantered around for half the race and then just gallop down the straight so you know you know we knew she was going to be green but we knew she had a lot um, of ability in the tank um how much improvement in her uh well yeah there's heaps whether she's definitely improved a little bit whether it's enough we'll find out on saturday i suppose yeah you're a little bit stiff because it's one of them the, the it's a it's a vintage blue diamond stakes yeah well that's it um but i suppose Look, you just got to, um, you know, go there and do your best, you know. But um, obviously, she's improving all the time, and that's the thing about the two-year-olds. Those other ones could be improving rapidly as well, so we'll, we'll just have to see what happens on the day. Now, in Adelaide, you've got Desert Dancing, Divine Fire in the third race over the 1,100 metres, and then over the 1,200 metres in the next race, you've got Outsider. Should we back any of those gallopers there representing your stable? Look, they're all going well. Um, we're happy with all of them. Obviously, Desert Dancing flying. It's won a couple in a row. Um, and Divine Fire is just having her first run after a little freshen up. And she's going for those nice three-year-old races later in the carnival. Um, so like, they're all going nicely. Um, and obviously, Outsider was a bit disappointing first up. But we're hoping she can bounce back. 
Big day for the stable, especially with that filly in the Blue Diamond Stakes. We wish you the best of luck, mate. Thanks for your time, Nicky. Beautiful. Thanks very much. The Godolphin Army, the Blue Army, will play a major part at both venues. And James Cummings joins us on this Thursday morning. Good morning to you, James. Good morning, Gareth. You're a machine. I don't, how was the front of the plane this week? Yes, it was a lot of... No, I was at the back. <laughs> I was at the back. Do you know how stiff I was, James? This is how stiff I am. So I get I to the airport. Drew, I, I heard you drew beside Damien Oliver, so I didn't expect no. you were down the back. No, I was down the back, and I took a photo of Damien as, he, as I had to walk past him. But I, I get to the airport, and I said, I don't know if I can sit down the back jammed in between a couple of people. So I said, is there any leg space, you know, exit seat available? They said, yes, Mr. Hall, um, but it'll cost you 250 I said, yep, I'll pay that, 250 And then I um, go down to the bathroom mid, mid-flight, and I remember I was in 86A or something, and uh, it is only one person there, and it's a vacant <laughs> row. <laughs> it was like staying in business class down there, and I've gone up and sat with the extra leg room. I've got a screaming kid next to me, and I've done 250. Now, that is stiff. Yeah, that is a bit uh, stiff. But I'm sure you, enjoyed a bit of to- you would have enjoyed a bit of time at the bar on the way through, finding a winner in the Saudi Cup meeting. Yeah, looking forward to it. We look forward to having – we need to have a – surely you can train a – It'd be great to have a runner on the dirt one day, James. With some great trainers in the world of taking horses there. And I did hear that yep. there were 20 Japanese gallopers going to the meeting. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Everywhere, the Japanese. Everywhere. It's, just, it's, it's US taking on Japan on Saturday night anyway. Uh, we need to find a winner in Australia. Surely, Kin, like, she's going to win one one day, isn't she, James? She deserves it, I reckon. Well, she was huge last time in finishing yes. third, and she just needs to she just needs to smoke her pipe from the draw and uh, rely on the good speed in this race. But she can run well again, and uh, when she walks into that parade ring, she won't be showing the effects of having a, a long, sustained preparation. As the team in Melbourne have spaced her runs nicely, and she will still be able to come into this race fit, but feeling feeling adequately fresh to hit the line hard and run another good race. I see Nassim Dilmi settled in nicely there in Melbourne. Um, uh, they tell me the uh, Reggie was away for a little bit, but now he's back. And um, you're weighing up a decision with Pericles. And I asked Nassim, are you going to the Peter Young or the Futurity? And he was just waiting on your decision that Tuesday morning. Was it an easy decision to go to the Group 1? Yes, I decided to run the horse in the Group 1. He improved vastly second up last preparation and the preparation before that and the preparation before that. And it's uh, going to be extremely rewarding to see him improve four lengths second up in the futurity. But it's uh, but it's wait for age and he's going to need to bring his best. So we, we can rely on him improving, but he's going to know he's in a horse race and he should get a beautiful run from the draw. What'd you make of his first up effort? Well, four, you know, four lengths astern of the winners, uh, of, the, of the winner and, you know, the narrow place getter. But um, the run was okay. A few things didn't quite go as well as Mark Zara would have liked. And Mark and I agreed on Saturday night that the first half, the first half didn't go Pericles' way. But nevertheless, he had the back of the winner. Mr. Brightside was enormous in making up the ground a lunge and win on the line. And 
Pericles has got has has got a bit of improvement to come, but as we did expect going into that race, wait for age is a different kettle of fish. It's a, it's a whole new challenge from racing in, in in the tramway or even in the four-year-olds only Golden Eagle, and so he needs to lift. And Saturday's an opportunity for him to demonstrate yet again that he can go to another level second up, and it will be a very rewarding race to do so, particularly given the draw in a small field and uh, and and the same in the same rider who got the horse to explode in the autumn classic 12 months ago seems like james it's a vintage season for two-year-olds would you agree with that uh i don't know about that yet okay jury's still out um well it's very interesting because it was you know it's interesting that you put that because the horses can look at one thing i would say is it's been enjoyable to watch the same horses reliably turn up and perform very well. And, I mean, look at the Blue Diamond. The Blue Diamond stacks full of talent. And one of the reasons for that is that lots of connections are, well, at least the connections that I've, I, I've discussed it with, are accepting that um, Storm Boy looks ex- incredibly hard to beat in the Golden Slipper given, that, given his strong front-running style, He's got the Magic Millions prep under his belt, and he's just he's just built like a machine. Trialed through a soft track there last week at uh, at Rose Hill, looked enormous, and um, and he's just you know and he's and he's a, he's, a, he's a very good horse. And but but look at but look at the the depth of quality in this race in the Blue Diamond. It it, it, it does look solid, but it just doesn't seem to me that you can be sure about that until they start running against the older horses. And that's why I'd say I reserve my judgment. But there's some exciting two-year-olds, and this Blue Diamond does look does look a very intriguing race, given that you've got form lines coming from everywhere. And the winner, well, it'll all revolve around who's going to improve the most going into the race. I know they're different horses, but how would you compare, say, a traffic warden to a cylinder last year? Well... They are different horses. You're right about that. One thing I'd say about Traffic Warden is that he's got the Storm Boy form and he brought it down to Melbourne to win his first look around Caulfield despite doing a few things wrong. And then we backed off on the horse. He was uh, prepared. To, he, was, he was ready to run but had improved, lots of improvement in him when he returned in the Canterbury with the three-kilo penalty against Frost. Um, nice, nice Pirata horse. Of James Harrens, uh, and James Harrens got a very strong team of two-year-olds. Um, you know, so Kevin Ward brings interesting form, but he's forty to one for a reason, and he's going to need to improve a couple of significant steps to be fighting out this Blue Diamond. But that'll be very interesting to see what he can do now that he gets back to Caulfield. He's second up like he was when he when he won uh, last year. And uh, and he he uh, he's got a he's got a very uh, very positive informed jockey Craig Williams to do the steering. Um, uh, the, the setup at least looks to be giving Traffic Warden every chance. Did he? You decided to keep him at Osborne Park. Did he impress you enough there to give you a little bit of confidence anyway for Saturday? Yes, he's trained. He's trained solidly. The horse is a, is a very capable galloper. And he is improving, but I don't think he's the. Re- I don't think he's completely there yet. There's, there's, he's open to further improvement, so 
uh, that's what we're looking for in the next few starts with him. And, uh, and Saturday will give us a guide. We'll, we'll, get, we'll give us a very good guide, just just um, just exactly where we we're at. But uh, but he but he is he, look he is an interesting customer, and I expect him to run a run a very good race. Geez, Callus was exceptional there the other day. Caulfield, Henry Dewey, we had a chat to him there on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and he goes, I can't believe the price, Gareth, of um, Callos. So he's got a weight advantage on us from the other day that we met. And he's double the price of mine. I, I can't quite work that out. And who knows? Gate 15 could be the right gate come that race on Saturday. It could be the right race. Uh, it could be the right draw and, and, a, and a nice race for Kalos. It is interesting that he carries uh, clear top weight as a, as a, in, a, in a Group 1 sprint handicap in Australia, given Kalos has never won a Group 1. Yes. But, he's, uh, but he's a multiple Group 2 winner, and none of those were any more impressive than his one-length victory in the Rubicon uh, from Barrier 13 two weeks ago. He's been a proven second-up performer. He went down to win your uh, your your Group Two Danehill Stakes, second up as a three-year-old, and the horse looked very, very strong in some training during the week to suggest that he's not taken a backward step at all. You'd have to be a little bit concerned as a supporter of the horse that he threw in a PB first up from a spell, mm-hmm. but he did do that off a very off an abbreviated preparation last time, and so perhaps our team is well and truly being rewarded for. Starting off with a horse, this preparation full of stored energy from that, from that abbreviated campaign, and he can race his way into contention in a Group One handicap sprint like this, despite having the top weight. You make that an interesting point. I'll pick your brain having a, a champagne with you after the race. I said to you, James, if they have a PB like that horse did the other day, are you concerned? Second up, what's what does history tell you? Well, there's two things going on. There's history, and then there's then there's the the, the, the team that are spending every day at the cold yes. face with the horse, and and the horse looked amazing in his training. Uh, he hasn't skipped a beat. Um, he wasn't quiet after the run. He was he had bounce in his step, and I, I'd I'd say given the natural pattern of Kalos, I think we're cooking with gas. Nevertheless, Beautiful. he has got 58 kilos in a, in a Group 1 handicap and giving eight kilos away to the very progressive King's Gambit, who's not, not only placed in a slipper, but loomed up as one of the main chances without getting a crack at them in the Coolmore, given, his, uh, given missing that run from just an elevated temperature. You couldn't help but think that that horse is going to run a race first up and and that's the and that's the nature of the handicap. So he's got his work cut out for him, and uh, and and yet it wouldn't be shocked to see him run a race. We head to Sydney. Geez, Dipsy Duty um, was impressive, wasn't she? That was a big run the other day. Yes, they sent they 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 set up a warp speed tempo in front uh, between her and our Kobe son and. It wasn't ideal for her. It wasn't ideal for her first up from a spell, but she's a pretty strong filly. She's coped with that remarkably well, and uh, and we've headed back to the races three weeks later in a race that's 
got good pace. There's a scratching from that race already. That's a key scratching that could help. Uh, that could assist her in, in in having a good run in the race. Um, James McDonald is going to have to ride her a kilo over, um, but if we can get a good run in the race, then then uh, then Dipsy Doodle should certainly be pretty strong back in trip to 1100 and second up after that lung burning effort at Rose Hill three weeks ago. Great name, Dipsy Doodle. That's one of the great names I think a dolphin's named a horse for a while, Dipsy Doodle. I like Yes, it. yes. Are you a skier, Gareth Hall? No, I'm not. No, I'm a, I'm a country boy. I didn't see yeah. the snow till I was about 18. <laughs> but she's named after a famous run at Aspen. Oh, there you go. You learn yeah, something might, every day. I don't know if it's black, but maybe one of no. the listeners, maybe one of your learned <laughs> listeners will be able to text in before the end of the show. Us country boys, we went to Mount Buller on an excursion. It wasn't 18, I was about year 10, and I, and I thought I, one of my mates, he went down the hill and he thought he was a hero and um, skittled through a group of um, students there that were doing classes as well. And then we all thought we'd go through the down a black run, but we didn't know what a black run was, and we never did that again. <laughs> um, we're lucky to be alive to tell that story, by the way. Um, you, the students are lucky to be alive. Yeah, so, so you got another galloper in that race. Um, how do you pronounce this gallop? I, I, I want to get it right. Well, you're in Saudi Arabia now, so you know you should be able to work on words like this. Yes. Have a go. Um, it's um, Solfqua. Is that it? I like it. Solfqua. Solfqua. When, when, when you catch the taxi to, uh, from, from your hotel in Riyadh to the uh, race meeting yeah. for the Saudi Arabian Cup, you can ask the driver. I will. <laughs> I know you. I know you have a bit of a penchant for drivers. <laughs> yes, Nash rides. <laughs> he does. And look, the horse. The horse missed the entire spring, so we really need to see him return to form. But one thing that horse does have the capacity to do is run a blinder first up. His barrier trials, this preparation have been have been. Uh, below his best and uh, and so we, we we do need to see something from the horse but um but I, I you know i from from the perspective of getting getting him going I, I don't mind i don't mind this race as a kickoff for him now i haven't had a chat to him about this but i know j mac was in love with celerity and he's riding embassy and i know henry field likes to keep their jockeys if they're booked for a horse like that um did he have the decision here, um, Kara McAvoy takes the ride? Um, you know Henry well as well. So what's the, what was the situation there, James? I said to Henry, if you, I said, Henry, you need to remember one thing. <laughs> pigs get flat, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. <laughs> but, he's, but he's stuck to his guns. He's got James on and fair play to him. He's got to do the right thing by his owners. And, uh, yes. and yet... Celerity, who could burst onto the scene as a as a as a as a as a, as a late player, um, gets her opportunity here up to eleven hundred set weights at Rose Hill, where she needs to have a far better experience than she had when she was running in the in the Widden, and it all went wrong for her behind the gates. Um, and if all those things, can, I thought you sacked James after that. To tell you the truth, no, 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 no. It's um, no, no. It's um. That's not that's not true, but but uh, but James has got Sarcasm. James has got a lot of James has got a lot of time for the horse, and 
and she and she's a and she's a lovely filly. But whether or not it all comes too soon for her, well, time will tell. But if she can get into this race and be competitive against these horses, she could be a, she could be a late player on the scene at the last you know the the thirteenth hour, and it might make things interesting. But uh, but it's a big ask. We're delighted with the way the horses come on since the first up run. Um, she was only beaten. She, she, she was only beaten. The form guide will tell you 1.4 lengths, and the stewards' report will tell you she missed the kick by two on big debut. Uh, it was a big effort. Finishing sectionals were excellent, particularly particularly the, the sectionals she ran from the 600 to the furlong. And you uh, could only expect that she's improved from that. Uh, so this will be this will be a, uh, an interesting test for Celerity. Yeah, she'll be beating home embassy, I reckon. Um, Marquez, that was a pretty handy effort the other day. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope Henry's not listening. You'll yeah, we'll have a bet with Henry. I'll have a chicken palmer with Henry that okay. um, that um, your filly will beat his colt. All right. We'll see how good a judge I am. I have been wrong plenty of times. <laughs> 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 Marquez, is he a chance? Were you happy with him the other day? He made a pretty smart one for Bjorn Baker. Well, he he uh, he met he met one from Baker Lodge, who was hard and yes. loves Randwick, and uh, and and it was just a bit too much to do first up over a mile for Marquez. But he was but it was as good as I could hope the horse to perform first up over sixteen hundred metres. Uh, been beaten a touch under three lengths with the light weight there. Um, he drops back in distance, but he can put himself he can put himself in a handy position in this race, and he can run another very solid race. And you know he's only going to be improved by by having that run under his belt. He goes into another event with only fifty two and a half on his back, so Zach should get the opportunity to to present the horse and perhaps and perhaps with that uh, perhaps with that added match practice. He will be um, he will be able to fight this one out more so than more so than last week when he when he uh, when he just couldn't reel in the match fit horse of Bjorn Baker's. I don't know what your clock said the other day with Tom Kitten's last furlong, but um, I thought he was really really good, Tommy boy. In the is he ready to win second up over fourteen hundred now? He was. He was look. He was excellent first up from a spell. The, the the race was run at a sit and sprint, which was not going to suit Tom Kitten, and they did leave him flat footed when they when they sprinted away at the 600 metre mark. But the effort for the horse to motor home late in the equal fastest last 200 was encouraging. The step up to seven furlongs is nicely in his in his uh, in his uh, hitting zone, and back to set weights means that these horses don't get the don't get that. Uh, that weight, that that weight advantage over Tom Kitten. So, provided he still doesn't have too much to do, um, cluttered up behind runners, the top of the straight from from uh, from a winning perspective, then yes, I think I think he's um, I think he's a, a certain certainly a winning chance here. But he's going to keep setting in. He's going to keep uh, he's going to keep improving as we step him up over more ground. And and I suspect he'll be crying out for 1600 once we get through this run this weekend. But it's an excellent race for him on the way through, and it'd be great for him to win this, 
perhaps even in the style that he was able to win the up-and-coming fresh-up last campaign. Red card, can, well, she can be ruthless and brutal, I should say, first up. And she's first up here on Saturday in the ninth. Renosa also goes around, but um, that gallop is second up with young Zach Lloyd aboard. Your thoughts there, James? Yeah, red card is uh, is coming into this race having freshened up well from a break after her spring campaign. Outstanding first up in a strong race. Um, you, you saw Airman go on from it, go on with it from there, uh, running good races even a weight for age. Um, unfortunately, having gone down to Melbourne, she just she just couldn't quite harness her early speed there in the early or middle stages of those races, and it told late. Um, having put her away and seen her come up this preparation, we're quite confident that she's going to run well fresh up yet again. But uh, but I must say, that is, that is a very strong race, and it will be certainly no pushover for her, and um, least of all because her stable mate Renosu's returned very well. His effort first up was excellent. He only improves as his preparations um, unfold. Second up re- record's far better than his first first up record, and we're delighted with the way that horse is going. So both both of ours will know they're in a horse race there, and uh, yet, if capable of winning this race, uh, they they um they could they could go, they could find themselves competitive in much harder races. Well, in you know in, in higher graded races around the corner group three handicap coming up um heaven forbid there's even the galaxy come up coming up so i, I suspect the winner of this race will be competitive in, in a couple of those races what's the driver saying james is he being is he bullish well he is usually he's got too much to say but he is nearby hi where is he but i, I, but I suspect he's i suspect he's i suspect he's gone a bit quiet why? Does he think he's a jinx or something? He's not that. He's not smoking, think, is he? I think you might have unresolved business with him. So I'll leave, I'll leave it to you guys. <laughs> terms of, I, know, I know you've gone to the effort. You're out of bed after one. Eight, you, you, it's about it's about, oh, it's about half past one in the morning there. And, 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 uh, Tell him he's and letting, letting down you've, his fans. You've gone, all, you've gone to all the effort, but uh, I think there's a bit of something unresolved there, and it's not for me to intervene. Yeah, well... Um, breaks my heart. I don't know what I've done. I'll I'll have to. I'll, I'll be I'll be paranoid and thinking about it. It's not like I feel like I'm letting down everyone else that I've upset the driver. I don't know how I've upset the driver, but I apologise. No, no, um, no. We, I promise you. No, I promise you. That is not hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've heard. Thanks, for, thanks for that, James. We wish you the best of luck, mate.